Entrepreneur on Fire bonus May 2014's income report. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Fire Nation, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then I have three words for you. Webinar on Fire. Webinar on Fire will take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. We have done over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in the last five months. If you're looking to sell or pre-sell a product or service, a live or recorded webinar is a must. And Webinar on Fire is your one-stop shop to learn all you need to know. Visit WebinarOnFire.com to learn more today. Heyo, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and welcome to May's 2014 Income Report. We are super stoked that you're joining us here today because we have something pretty cool, pretty unique, pretty special going on, and I'm not even going to hold the suspense any longer Kate, Josh, give Fire Nation a little bit of a hello. What's, What's up, up, Fire Nation? <laughs> In sync. I love it. So, Fire Nation, many of you know Kate, the Director of Content Creation. Fewer of you know Josh, who is our CPA here at Fire Nation. So, we're going to take him on this little journey with us today as we go through our income because we have some cool things to talk about. He's going to add some incredible value because May was a special month for many, many reasons. We're going to dive into why. But first and foremost, Fire Nation, thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us as we go through what went right, what went wrong throughout our month here in 2014. So, We do usually start these income reports off with our CPA, Josh Bowerly, because we want to bring him on first and foremost to verify this report as a professional CPA, to let you know that everything we do is open, honest, transparent across the board. We think that's really important, especially these days in the online world. And then we also have him who just has a wealth of knowledge, share an incredible tip, tool, or tactic for any entrepreneur in that world of business, accounting, finances, and especially tax. And today, Josh, this is a question that you get all the time. And I mean all the time. This is actually, I think, your most frequently asked question. And that is, how do you pay yourself as a business owner? So take us through that, Josh, a little bit. Take us through how you start paying yourself as a business owner. You can even give us as a complete example about what we've done here at Entrepreneur on Fire to maximize taxes and implications with all the IRS and everything. So go ahead, Josh, take it away. Awesome. Yeah, so like you said, it, it is my most frequently asked question. Uh, what, what usually happens, people start a business, it starts to make a little money, and then they're starting to wonder, how do I take that money out of the business? How do I pay myself? So... The first thing let's talk about is how a business is taxed, okay? Unless you're a C corporation, which 99% of you are not going to be a C corporation, so we're just going to ignore ignore that entity, okay? Um, Unless you're a C corporation, your business does not pay any federal taxes. What happens is the profit or loss from the business is passed through to the individual owners, and then it is taxed on their personal tax return. So let's look at Entrepreneur on Fire as an example. Last year, Entrepreneur on Fire had about $285,000 in taxable income. The business itself paid no taxes. 
what happened was that $285,000 passed through to John as the owner, and he paid the taxes on his personal tax return. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me because we're an LLC at that point in our business, right? Exactly. Yep. So the, the way that works is if you're an LLC or an S corporation or a sole proprietor or a general partnership. So basically anything, anything but a C corporation. Exactly. Yep. Anything but a C corporation. Those profits just come right through to you and you pay the taxes. Okay. So what this means is you can take as much money out of the business as you want and you pay no additional taxes. A lot of people come to me and they're saying, I'm leaving all my money in the business because I don't want to pay any taxes. Fortunately, it doesn't quite work that way. You're going to pay those taxes whether you leave it in the business or take it out. So the first part of paying yourself is feel free to take as much out as you want or leave as much in as you want. It's going to make no difference on your taxes. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. So the next question I get is, how do you pay yourself? All right. And this is going to depend entirely on what type of entity you are. Now, if you're an LLC or a sole proprietor or a general partnership, all you're going to do is deposit it into your personal account. It's straightforward. You don't have to write yourself a check in any certain way. You don't have to document anything. All you have to do is take that money out of the business account and put it into your personal account. And what it's known as is a distribution. Okay, So it doesn't have to be a formal paycheck. All you're doing is take the money out of business, putting it into personal. Now, if you're an S corporation, it makes things a little more more difficult, I would say. Um, What you're going to do, you have to pay yourself a formal salary. So you have to actually do write yourself that check. You have to pay taxes just like you were an employee at a job, right? You're going to take that money out, mail yourself a check or deposit it directly into your bank account and take out the Social Security and Medicare taxes. Um, And usually it sounds difficult, but most people who are an S corporation, what they're going to do is get set up with a payroll company. And this is actually what we just got an entrepreneur on fire into, right? Absolutely. I'm getting paid, Josh, finally. (laughs) Exactly. So what happens now is you're starting in June going to receive a formal paycheck from Entrepreneur on Fire. We got you set up with a payroll company. They're going to issue you the paycheck. They're going to withhold all the taxes that need to be withheld on paychecks. And you're going to receive a salary from the business. Josh, let me break in here real quick because that kind of sounds to me then like an S-Corp. If you're issuing yourself a formal paycheck and those taxes are being withheld, are you saying that those are like the taxes that John would have paid otherwise if he wouldn't be paying himself? Because that kind of sounds like a double tax yep. there. Yep. Nope. And it's not a double tax. All you're, you're doing is prepaying those taxes. Got um, it. Yep. So what happens is at the end of the year, they look at all your income, determine your tax liability, and look at how much you've already paid. If you're withholding those taxes on the paycheck, all that's doing is prepaying your taxes. Awesome. So Josh, let me kind of sum this up here for Fire Nation. How I am kind of taking this all in, and again, you and I have had many conversations, but still, you're the expert. So it's a little foggy up there for me. I get it on some levels. But in 2013, I was an LLC, and we generated a taxable revenue after all the expenses were paid for the business, et cetera, of $285,000, which I pay taxes on. And then 2014 came in, you know, with everybody that's following us and seeing our big income reports, we are definitely on pace for a seven-figure uh, seven figure year here in 2014. So Josh contacted me and said, John, it's time we're going to make a switch. We're going to go into an S-Corp as an LLC because these are the reasons you're going to have benefits by doing that, by taking a salary. So just get into that a little bit, why we made that transition from an LLC to an LLC as an S-Corp and what that means, and then we'll wrap this up. Sure. Yeah, so as an, as an LLC... All those profits are coming through to you personally, like we said, and you're not only paying the ordinary taxes on those, but you're also paying what's known as self-employment taxes, which is an additional 15.3%, okay? As an S-corporation, 
you don't pay that additional amount. You only pay it on the salary you take. So there's a little bit of strategy involved, and you kind of want to talk to a CPA before you do this for sure. But you can save a significant amount of money if you're making a nice profit by switching to an LLC tax as an S-corporation. Fire Nation, as lifestyle entrepreneurs, as digital online entrepreneurs, that's one of the huge benefits that we're seeing is the profit margins. I mean, Josh, the profit margin that we have here at Entrepreneur on Fire is probably unlike what you see in most traditional businesses. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, for most businesses, 10% is considered a great profit margin. So yeah, if you're getting up there in the 80 or 90%, like Entrepreneur on Fire, you're you're killing it. (laughs) Well, thank you for stopping by here today, Josh. And we do have our expenses, Fire Nation. Our gross income for May was $144,860 with total expenses, though, of $42,394. We're going to get into why those expenses were so high in May specifically. But our total net profit still was over $100,000 for, I think, the fifth straight month for $102,466. So Josh Bowerly, father of twins who did not cry in the background at all on this Saturday morning. I'm shocked and impressed. That's amazing. Thank you for joining us today. Why don't you just kind of sign off with maybe, you know, where people can find you and exactly, you know, that last kind of solid parting piece of guidance, as I like to say. Yeah, absolutely. They can uh, find me on my website. It's cpajdb.com or they can email me at cpajdb at gmail.com. I guess for the parting piece of advice, uh, definitely take a look at your business. And your business entity is a very important thing like we just talked about. Take a look at where your profit's at and then go talk to a CPA. See which entity is best for you. It could be thousands of dollars in tax savings. Josh, love it. On behalf of Fire Nation, thank you for dropping these value bombs on us left and right. You'll be on our next income report. Maybe we're going to make this a monthly thing where we bring you on. Maybe you hated this so you won't be back on. It's totally up to you. But uh, Josh, I'll be seeing you soon at World Domination Summit in July in Portland, Oregon. So I'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks, Fire Nation. Fire Nation. Thanks for sticking around because now we're going to really do a deep dive into what went down in May specifically. And we're going to start by talking about travel on fire because as many of you do know, Kate and I spent half of the month of May, a full 14 days, an unplugged vacation in Europe. We did five countries, 14 days, planes, trains, automobiles with just our backpacks. It was incredible. So Kate, I want to hand it over to you for a second. Let's kind of go over that trip a little bit. Let's share with Fire Nation some insights on that because we were unplugged. It wasn't like we were tweeting about it every day. Let's talk about day one in Paris, do a fast forward all the way to the end in Prague and give Fire Nation a little, a little insight. Yeah, definitely. So we first arrived in Paris. What was it? Maybe like four or five o'clock. And John and I, well, John probably wasn't, but I was actually really nervous. This was my first experience with Airbnb and we did Airbnb everywhere all across Europe. And if you haven't heard of Airbnb yet, it is kind of like a apartment sharing service, I guess. Is that how you would describe it, John? Absolutely. Yeah. So we were basically renting other people's apartments to stay in while we were traveling. And so, you know, I've heard a, a ton of awesome stories, but, you know, you always hear that one or two where, you know, I couldn't get a hold of the person. I didn't know how to get into the place. I was left without a home. And when you're in Paris and you don't know how to speak French, that could be kind of scary. So, um, but we got there. Everything was amazing. 
And um, Paris was awesome. We spent our first evening walking to the Eiffel Tower, which was not even a mile from where we were staying. We had an amazing location, an amazing apartment over apartment overall. It was really, really great place. And um, so that was our first night. We went on this very quaint, cute little street. Great recommendation from uh, JVO, right, John? JVO in the house, Jason Van Orden of Internet Business Mastery. For those of you who might not be familiar with the name, he invited us into his house, into his home. We had an amazing Thai dinner, believe it or not, with him, his wife, and his beautiful daughter, and just had a great, great time there. And their location's incredible. And it was so cool, the story that he told us, Kate, where we walked out to his balcony. He said, you Look up that hill, John and Kate. Check it out. See that restaurant with a green awning? 10 years ago, almost to the day, is when me and my wife, Melanie, were sitting there and we said, how amazing would it be to live in Paris someday? And here we are living within eyesight of that apartment from way back in the day. So it was just an amazing story they shared with us and it was a really great add to the experience. I just got chills all over again. I love that story. That's so cool. (laughs) So let me take it to the next few towns. We're going to kind of go through these, and I want you to end, Kate, with Prague. So we busted over to Barcelona, which was amazing. It was so cool to be in Barcelona and to be in that old town inside the wall, so to speak. There's some really cool areas for people who who have been to Barcelona. You know what I'm talking about, Las Ramblas and Sagrada Familia, which, Kate, is still the most gorgeous church you've ever been to, correct? That's the most gorgeous place I've ever been to. I've never seen anything like it before. The architect's name is Gaudi. He created this church. It was his life's work, and it was unbelievable. And it's still far from completion. I think 2026 is when they're thinking it's going to be completed, but you still can go in and see a large majority of it as it stands now. And wow, is it gorgeous. And the old-time feel in our Airbnb in Barcelona worked out well again. It was all amazing. And then we jumped on a plane to Milan and a train down to what ended up being my favorite spot, which was Cinque Terra. And Cinque Terra means five towns, I think is the direct translation in Italian. But picture five towns nestled right on the coastline with these mountains that basically go straight up right behind them. So they're completely inaccessible to the outside world and have been for the last thousands of years that they've been around. And by boat, they're pretty inaccessible too because they really don't have good harbors. They have some very small and man-made harbors that make it doable, but still very tough. So these towns are preserved in time. It is an incredible place. The hikes over the mountains to each town is incredible. The trains that you can take to each town take four minutes for a hike that takes three hours. The boat tours are incredible. What was your favorite spot about that, Kate? Oh, Cinque Terre. I loved every single one of those towns, but my favorite part of our trip in Cinque Terre was our hike from Levanto to Monterosso. And what I loved about it is that I think a lot of people tend to stay in those five towns. But, you know, John, because those hikes weren't open for us, the only hike that was open was Monterosso to Vernazza. And so we weren't able to do all the hiking we wanted to. So that hike from Levanto, the town north of Monterosso, down to Monterosso was really cool experience. You know, it was just me and you on the trail. It was very early in the morning. Um, you know, the weather was perfect. We didn't have anybody around us and just beautiful, beautiful views. 
And that's another plug for Airbnb because if we had just stayed at a hotel, we would have gone and checked in, gone to our hotel and not really interacted, especially initially with any locals potentially. But with Airbnb, we were staying at somebody's apartment. So we met Diego. Yes, pretty cool. His name was Diego. And we got settled in by Diego. And he said, hey guys, these hikes are actually closed, the typical ones. So I really recommend you jump on a train first thing tomorrow, go up to the town north, and then do this hike that nobody ever does, the one that Kay just mentioned. So thanks to that local insight, because of Airbnb, that really made the trip. And Kate, I'm glad you mentioned that hike, because I thought you were going to mention the restaurant Oscars, because you were so obsessed with that food. (laughs) It was so good. It was the best (laughs) pesto I've ever had. Oh, God. So then we jumped back on a train after four amazing days up to Milan, up to Lugano, Switzerland. And that's a random stop on our stops. It's not one of those major destinations you hear about when people go to Western and Eastern Europe, but it was on our list because about six months ago, I had family that moved there. My cousin Katie, her husband Mark, and daughter Ella moved from Maine, where I was born and raised, to Lugano, Switzerland, because Mark got a job as a teacher at this private high school. And it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous town. It's a gorgeous high school nestled in the mountains of Switzerland. You're way up in the mountains. You're looking down upon this lake. I think the lake is called Lake Lugano. Yeah, and Tassis is the school. It's actually, I think they start at like grade one, actually. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Definitely grade one. They go through the whole nine yards. And I mean, it's an international school. They have people from Russia, students from America, Spain, I think Ella's best friend is from Spain. I, you know, I might be messing up countries, but it's definitely just a cool, cool town, a cool vibe. And it was so great to hang out with family in a place like Switzerland, which is like this amazing opportunity to just see this different town, this different culture that we never would have visited had they not happened to get placed there and decided to make that move there. So we went out to dinner, got a tour of Tassis, got to hang out in the town during the day, see the swans and the lake. It was a really cool experience. And Kate, what do you think? I thought Lugano was incredible. Like you, you know, that was kind of towards the end of our trip. We had already been traveling for maybe nine, 10 days. And so it was really, really cool to hook up with family, hook up with people who we could have an ongoing conversation with because we weren't really able to do that in the other towns we were in just because of the language barrier. And um, so that was really cool to hang out with them. And of course, we don't see them all too often. So it was great to be taken around and kind of have our own little personal tour guides. And um, and we got to have real Swiss chocolate. That was amazing. <laughs> well, you know, Fire Nation, sometimes you hear that Americans don't travel. Americans don't travel well. But I'll tell you, to see my cousin Ella and to see her just be thriving in this country and the friends that she's making and just the things that she's learning is really inspiring to see. So Kate, Mark, Ella, if you guys are listening, we absolutely love your hospitality. Thanks for just taking us around Lugano and for showing us that perfect part of the world that we may never have seen if it wasn't for that brave, courageous decision that you made. So let me just sign off by saying that. And Kate, take us to the plane that we took from Milan to Prague. We landed. Go. So we land in Prague and we call our Airbnb guy and he is waiting for us at the airport at the coffee shop to drive us to the place, which was a really incredible ad. 
Um, cause then we didn't have to worry about a taxi, public transportation. We don't know where we're going. What are we going to do? Um, our Airbnb guy was waiting for us. He's going to drive us straight to the place. We had an amazing conversation with him along the way. We get to our place and we are literally in Old Town Square. Our apartment was in Old Town Square. It was such, I mean, incredible location. We would have probably never gotten a hotel in that space ever. Um, really, really cool loft style apartment. We had our own personal balcony, which was really cool. But what what kind of bummed me out a little bit, I have to be honest, is it was raining and it rained for the next two days that we were in Prague. Um, but you know, it happens. That's what it was going to be like. So John and I uh, went downstairs. The first thing we did is bought a double umbrella so that we could snuggle up underneath it as we walked along the streets of Prague. And we saw some amazing sights. We really took advantage of Rick Steves in Prague. Um, and, and we did along the way. I'm actually surprised we haven't talked about this yet, but we basically did every one of our walks with Rick Steves um, travel books. And we downloaded them on my Kindle. I think in Prague was the first place that we actually did an audio tour with him as well. Is that right, John? Yeah, he had a great audio tour. Prague City Walk, it was called. It was incredible. Yeah, so we did a bunch of Rick Steves walks while we were there. We saw uh, Prague has so many amazing buildings to see, the architecture, the castles, the churches. Um, there was just everywhere you looked, you literally could not go anywhere without turning and seeing something just very awe-inspiring. Um, we were lucky to catch that clock, you know, ringing the first time that we walked by it, which was pretty cool because we've heard people that have gone to Prague and they never see it when they're there because they never catch it on time. Um, but that was another benefit of staying across the road from it. And um, yeah, Prague was awesome. I loved it. Great beer, great food, great walks. Great walks, Fire Nation. And for those of you who might not be that familiar with Prague, it's basically the only major city that avoided incredibly damaging bombing in World War II. So Prague somehow escaped that and they have all of these pristine buildings that are just in great shape from so, so long ago, ones that were unfortunately knocked down in other cities like it during World War II. So if you are an architecture person, if you love that old architect gothic feel, Prague is a place for you for sure. And Kate, Let's kind of, before we even jump on the plane to come back to the U.S., let's talk about why we were able to enjoy this trip so much. We have to give a shout out to JM and Jess. So there are two virtual assistants, Fire Nation, JM and Jess, who work 40 hours a week, every single week for us here at Fire Nation. They make up our team of four. We trained them up before we left to do the tasks that we hadn't potentially trained them to do before because we had always been able to do them with having access to the internet daily, et cetera, et cetera. And this was a great opportunity for us to hand even some more things off of our plate and onto theirs and show them that we trust them, that we completely know that they can handle what needs to be handled. And of course, there's always potential for disaster, but we had faith in our systems, we had faith in our VAs, and Kate, we were rewarded in both instances because we had absolutely zero disasters, zero glitches. And I have to thank our team for that. Most definitely. It's all because of JM and Jess that we were able to do this and the systems that we've created in our business. And they were such an incredible help while we were gone. I mean, they literally helped our business run. And um, we owe them a huge thank you for that. And we also owe Fire Nation a huge thank you because they helped us run the business while we were gone too. Um, so, you know, we, we have a lot to be very thankful for. And, um, the, the, being able to take this trip was 
really incredible. I thought I was going to be really nervous when we left. And, you know, I have to say, John, I know that we talked about this a couple of times. I remember sitting across the table from you at dinner one night and just saying, you know what? Not even nervous right now. Like I am not scared that something's going wrong. And I kind of expected to feel that way because we've been so close to the business and, and, you know, we've always had access and, you know, taking that away can be kind of scary. And I thought it was going to be scary, but as soon as we were there, you know, I had full faith in our systems, full faith in our team, just like you said, and everything went really, really smooth. It was awesome. Incredible. So Fire Nation, even with all the moving parts of Entrepreneur on Fire, our multiple podcasts, our blogs going out, social media galore, we were still able to create systems that create freedom. And I'm not just making that name up out of nowhere. Kate wrote an incredible post called Creating Systems That Create Freedom. You can find that at entrepreneuronfire.com. It's linked up in the show notes page here at eofire.com slash income nine. And so, Kate, we jumped back on the plane. We got back to the U.S., and we just have to be honest, all was well in the world. Fire Nation didn't skip a beat. Entrepreneur and Fire didn't skip a beat. I don't think that Jess and JM really misses that much. So it was just <laughs> such a great experience overall. You created an amazing video um, of our trip, pictures, audio included, that we're going to be linking up in the show notes page as well. So Fire Nation, if you want to check out about a 12-minute video that Kate put about 10 woman hours into creating, then go check it out. It's an amazing video with some beautiful sights of all of those towns and cities that we mentioned throughout our entire trip. So Kate, any last words? Take a trip. See Europe. <laughs> Take a <laughs> trip. amazing. <laughs> so we're next going to talk about online in a day. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs, you want to just stay relevant. You want to keep upgrading. You want to keep up-leveling your game. And when our good friend Rick Mulready launched his new Facebook course, Facebook Advantage, we wanted to see how his whole sales funnel was set up. And when we went to that opt-in page, when we checked out his webinar, we were blown away by his sales pages, by the setup. It was so well done. It was so professional. And despite Kate working really hard and being good at Optimized Press, there's only so much that a non-designer, a non-coder can do. And Kate had pretty much hit her ceiling. So we said, Rick, how do we make our pages look like that? He told us how to make it happen. It was with the help of Zach Swinehart, who runs an incredible business with a cool specialty called online in a day. And it's just like it sounds, Fire Nation. Basically, you set aside 12-ish hours, however long it's going to take, one day, and you are available on Skype, and you and Zach decide exactly the page you're going to create. You give him all the inspiration that you have, and then he just lets his creative juices flow, and he creates. And you go back and forth, you're checking in, you're adjusting, and the goal is at the end of that day, that page is done. And for busy entrepreneurs who don't want to stretch these things out over weeks, this is incredibly valuable, incredibly important. And we had three pages that we wanted to do this complete switch to. The podcast was Paradise page, the webinar on fire page, and the podcast on fire page. Now, Kate is our design expert. She's the one with the design eye. She knows the feel, the look, the brand that we want to keep with an entrepreneur on fire. So basically, she was a point number one in charge of this operation. So Kate, share with Fire Nation a quick sum up of what this looked like. 
Definitely. So I very clearly remember this timeline. The timeline's like one of my favorite parts about it, just because how quickly you can get this done. You know, having a marketing and advertising background, I know these projects can get drawn out for months if you let them. And the fact that Zach offers this online in a day is just incredible. Um, so I jumped on on the phone with Zach. We had a little. Um, you know, briefing session where I told him exactly what we were looking for. I gave him copy for the sales page. So that copy was, you know, provided by us. And then we just talked about kind of the look and the feel that we uh, wanted. And Zach said, all right, I'll see you on Thursday. So Thursday was our day. We talked on Tuesday. So on Thursday morning, we jumped on Skype together. We had a little good morning. Zach is really fun to work with. He's a really, really great guy. And, you know, he made the whole process fun, which was, you know, what we like to do. We like to make things fun. Um, and Zach and I went back and forth for the entire day. You know, we had a couple times where we actually jumped on a call and he would share his screen with me. He'd kind of show me the layout that he was working with. And piece by piece, we got that page done in that day. And, you know, if you uh, jump on the income report and check out the before and after pictures that we have there, they're pretty amazing. I mean, like John said, you know, I managed to put pages together that worked for a time. But what Zach did with our pages is, is really incredible. And again, he's great to work with. So uh, he's definitely highly recommended by us here. ZachSwineheart.com, Fire Nation. That's Z-A-C-H Swineheart, H-A-R-T.com. We have it linked up on the actual income report page right here. Make sure if you're thinking that, hey, I want to do this. I just want to get an awesome branded page done in one day contact Zach. He's fun to work with. He's a great guy. Ask for the fire special because he has something special for you coming from us. So we look forward to maybe seeing your before and after pictures, Fire Nation, because nothing's more exciting than upping your branding, upping the level of everything you have going on. And if you just want to check out the pages themselves, just go to podcastersparadise.com, webinaronfire.com, and podcastonfire.com, and you'll see the designs that we chose and the little interactions that we chose within those designs, and maybe it'll give you some inspiration for your design. And on that note, Fire Nation, I want to welcome our fifth team member. Now, we've been four for quite some time now, and as we shared, our two full-time VAs were incredible while we were gone, but with a couple projects we have on the horizon, I knew I had to bring on a fifth team member that was dedicated to these specific projects. So I couldn't be more excited to welcome Adil from Pakistan. He's the first male that we've hired here at Entrepreneur on Fire. He's the first person from Southeast Asia, so Pakistan. I loved interviewing him because we were talking. And when I was traveling in India and I was up in Amritsar, which is northwestern India, and I went to this flag raising ceremony that is happens at the border of Pakistan and India. He said, that's 45 minutes from my house. I went there last week. And it was so cool that we had that little connection, despite him being in Pakistan and me being here in San Diego. And he actually ended up sending me a picture of him at that flag raising ceremony after our chat, which was real cool. And I just went to Odesk. I posted this very specific job that I needed. I wanted an Adobe audition and basically an Adobe in general expert. This guy fit the bill. He's on the team. I can't be more excited than I am right now for this to be happening because we are about to launch our second daily podcast here at Entrepreneur on Fire called Quotes on Fire. And it's going to be a daily podcast, Fire Nation, where you're going to hear 
one of the most inspiring quotes from history's greatest entrepreneurs every single day of the week. And then I'm going to expound upon how that makes sense and how that us as today's entrepreneurs can take that wisdom, that knowledge, that genius and apply it to our lives. It's going to be a fun project. I can't wait for it. Quotes on Fire is about to hit the iTunes store. So don't delay because I would love to see you guys be there at the beginning enjoying these quotes on a daily basis. So okay, we're going to move into the rescue time summary right now. This is the app that we use to talk about hours. So, Kay, why don't you share with Fire Nation what your hours were, then I'm going to go with mine, and we're going to buzz through this section here. For sure. So, my hours in May are 155, and um, if you want to check that out versus April, in April, I worked 265. So, that about 100-hour difference was, of course, thanks to our wonderful vacation in Europe. <laughs> and uh, my top three sites for the month were Infusionsoft, and that's our CRM, and Customer Hub is our membership site platform. So, that was my number one time spent. And uh, two was Skype. And of course, that was thanks to the lovely Zach Swinehart because I just crushed Skype this month. Basically 24 hours in two days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And entrepreneuronfire.com, Boom. Our, our home. So Kate outworked me for the first time ever, Fire Nation. I only did 149 hours to her 155 versus my 267.5 hours in April. So another huge drop thanks to our 14 days overseas. Um, one, one was Gmail for me, catching up on, on a lot of those emails. Number two was Microsoft Word. Apparently I was doing a lot of typing. And number three was entrepreneuronfire.com. So those were basically our rescue time stats. That's our summary. And now let's get to the juicy stuff. Let's get to the May 2014 income breakdown. So our product and service income was $140,438. And I keep stressing the importance of products and services as a huge part of your income stream, Fire Nation. And it all comes from building an audience, listening to that audience, hearing their pain points, creating a solution for them. So Podcasters Paradise generated over $62,000 in the month of uh, May alone. Webinar on Fire, 14813 Podcast on Fire, 859 The total launch package, just under $4,000, $3,990. The one thing, which is a $7 mini training that I offered to Fire Nation, $896. So a lot of people in that training, as you can see, with the $7 uh, and the 896 total. Our sponsorship income for May was $41,287. Fire Nation Elite Mastermind was $9,800. My one-on-one mentoring, $6,500. Podcast launch, the audiobook brought in $152. The ebook brought in $118, and that's at $0.99 cents each. Our affiliate income is $4,422, Bluehost being our big, biggest at over $2,500. So our total gross income with everything, and as you can see, Fire Nation, we have really diversified our income in many streams. So if one fails, we're not going to see that big of a hit, which is huge. And we talk about that often in our income reports, was $144,860.50. Our total business expenses were $41,123. We list out all of these at the income report at eofire.com slash income nine. 
Fire Nation, we snuck over the six-figure mark for the month of May, which we're stoked because of our 14 days overseas. So we are just blessed to continue to be able to create enough value to the world to be able to generate this type of income. So Kate, we're going to now close this down by talking about things that we learned in May. So I'm going to hand the baton over to you. You're going to take control of the rest of this chat. I'll chime in when I can, when it's appropriate. And I'd love to hear what you have to say. Awesome. Thank you, John. Um, so the number one thing that we learned in May, and this was, of course, um, you know, related to a lot of the stuff we've been talking about throughout this income report, and that was our trip to Europe. And uh, I titled this lesson, Work Hard, Play Hard. Because if you have the time, the drive, the motivation to put those systems in place and to build that team, then you're going to be able to reap the benefits of that later. So John and I have spent collectively about two years building this business to what it is today. Today, and we just had a very enjoyable two-week unplugged vacation thanks to all the hard work that we put into this. So I really encourage you guys to take a step back from your business. Look at what you're doing all the time, repetitive tasks that you're doing that take up a lot of your time that you can either delegate out and start building a team or that you can start creating systems for so that you don't spend as much time in your business. And instead, you can start spending more time on your business. And a quote that really drove this home for me that I know you've probably heard John say before, um, it's quite famous. You've probably heard a lot of people say it before. Entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. And that quote is from an unknown person. They should really come forward. (laughs) It's a great quote. Fire Nation, work hard, play hard, because you will find a way if you really want to. We talk about excuses here all the time, Kate. We have excuses every single day about hitting the snooze alarm, about not wanting to go work out, about not wanting to record that episode or, or write that post. You know, we use excuses like, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the resources. But Every time people's backs are against the wall, when they really find themselves between that rock and a hard place, when that survivalist instinct is forced to kick in because we as humans are here and we are going to continue to thrive in this environment that we're put in, great things happen. And sometimes it takes an external force. Sometimes maybe it's getting married and realizing that you're supporting a family now. And we talk about the baby effect where so often that baby is born and brought into this world and you're looking at it and you're saying, I am now in charge and it is my responsibility of supporting this life form. Suddenly writing that extra 500 words that day doesn't seem so difficult or making that outbound phone call to that prospective client doesn't scare you so much because what scares you so much more is failing. And so we talk about the baby effect. Kate wrote an incredible post about that, the baby effect at entrepreneuronfire.com, where it doesn't just talk about having babies and what that does, but it talks about what happens when your back is against that wall, when you are between that rock and the hard place and you're forced to take action. Unfortunately, most people wait till they get to that point why not just decide that you are there right now and act as if? Perception is reality, Fire Nation, so have that perception and you'll turn your reality into a much better place. So Kate, I'm going to hand it over to you. 
Yeah, and I think it's really important too. And and when we're talking about this topic, um, you know, to excuses and you know, if there's something that you really want, then just go out and get it. Go out and start doing it. Is to really be aware, and awareness is what's going to create, you know, that ability within you to recognize when you're making excuses. And once you're able to recognize that you're making an excuse, it's a lot easier to talk yourself back from that. So I've started to become very aware of when I make excuses because I make excuses all the time. We all do. And, you know, one of the things was when we got connected with Zach, we had come back from our vacation on a Tuesday night. Uh, actually, yeah, a Tuesday night. And I talked to Zach on Wednesday and Zach is like, let's do this tomorrow. We had just gotten back from a two week unplugged vacation. Did I have 12 hours that next day to go back and forth with Zach? Well, not if I would have made excuses about why I didn't have the time. But the reality of it was I knew that we needed to get this done. And I was really appreciative of Zach's hard work and his abilities. And so I made it happen. I told Zach yes. And I sat down with Zach and I spent the next 12 hours with him. And you know what? I made it happen. So um, I really encourage you to just try and be aware of when you're making excuses so that you can really bring yourself into a space where when you want something, you just go get it. Fire Nation, the importance of constant improvement. You hear me talking all the time about how this journey that we're on right now is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So stop looking for that finish line where you're going to get there. There's no finish line for the lifestyle entrepreneur who is creating a life that you want to live in day in and day out. And that means you should always be looking to consistently improve, consistently upping your game when you can in this marathon of a journey that we're all on. That's the exact thing that we did with our three sales pages, webinar on fire, podcast on fire, podcasters paradise because we are constantly looking to improve your experience with our brand fire nation that's our goal and small tweaks improvements and we can do every single day is that constant improvement that's always taking us to the next level so you want to be thinking systems you want to be thinking improvement you want to be thinking how can i leverage this great content how can i repurpose this great content in different forms through different mediums because when it comes down to it that's what we're all looking to do here as lifestyle entrepreneurs. So, Kate, why don't you close it down for us? Why don't you take us home? I want to slide into home face first. <laughs> uh, John, I love how you wrapped up that last section. Um, you know, constant improvement with yourself, constant improvement as a business owner, as a leader, as an individual. And then that also goes down into everything that you do in your business. Things don't have to be perfect right away. You don't have to launch a podcast the perfect, you know, so that it's perfect. You don't have to write the perfect blog post the very first time. These are all things that you're going to constantly improve upon over time. So just accept that and embrace it and enjoy it. I mean, it's part of the journey. Like John talks about all the time, enjoy your journey. That's what we're all about here. And you know, that's what we try to give to you guys through our income reports is that, you know, even though we fail every month, even though we have great successes every month, that's a part of our journey. And we embrace one as much as the other, because when we're failing, we're only making ourselves better. Fire Nation, what is your one goal for June that you are going to right now hold yourself accountable to? 
Come on over to eofire.com slash income nine. Share with us that one goal. I want to know. Kate wants to know. Fire Nation wants to know. Fire Nation as a whole will make you accountable for that because you're going to be putting it out there in the universe and that in and of itself is power. So thank you on behalf of our entire team here. Josh, thank you for joining us. We're going to have links to Josh, our great CPA on fire on the show notes page as well. Fire Nation, we salute you today and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye guys. Fire Nation, have you attended one of our live webinars on Podcasters Paradise yet? Not only do I cover some of the best podcasting techniques, we also dive right into Paradise so you can have a sneak peek behind the scenes and look at our vibrant community filled with over 350 podcasters. Oh, and did I mention that we give away a free lifetime membership during every webinar? Sign up for our next live webinar at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 